Welcome to the Public Storyteller. My name is Michael Stock with Dr. Karen Neal. Karen is a professional storyteller and author. Hi, Karen. Hello, Michael. What story do you have today? Michael, here's a story from Martin Eugene. This is the story of my first cell phone. So I was in the seventh grade, and I was notorious for being a truant. I missed uh, at least, I think at one time I had missed almost a month of school. And I was getting warnings by my teachers and principals that if I continued to uh, miss as many classes as I was doing that I would eventually get kicked out of the school and I'd be expelled. And so I was trying to make an effort to make it to school on time every day and that required me to catch the bus. And the bus came early, I think it was 7.30 in the morning and I've never been a morning person to this day, I'm not a morning person. So I was making an effort. I was setting multiple alarms to get to the bus. And for the most part, I was starting to turn a curve. And I had made a few new friends on that bus. And one of my friends told me that if I had ever missed the bus, that I could always just use their bike to bike to school. Now, on their bike, it was about a, I would say, 30-minute ride to school. But off their bike, it was like a two-hour walk. So one day, I had woken up just past the time that I needed to be up uh, to make the bus. And I had ran over there as fast as I could. But when I had gotten there, I had seen that nobody was there. And the bus had definitely come and collected all the students. And I was starting to freak out. I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I have to go to school. I don't want to get in trouble. And I remembered my friend talking to his bike. So I went over to his house and he, there was a lock on the bike. Uh, the code for the bike was 000. Um, that was a good way to keep your bike safe. So I put in the code, I start driving the bike and it was one of those really nice looking bikes, especially when you're a kid, it resembled like a motorcycle chopper, the long extended handlebars and the really fat back tire. Uh, so I started riding it and, you know, I felt kind of good on the bike. Um, and I'm about to turn onto Okeechobee Boulevard, Okeechobee and Benoist in West Palm Beach. And there's these people at a bus stop and they call me over, but I'm already kind of hesitant to go next to them because I don't know them. I don't know why they'd be calling me over, but I do stop. But before I can even cross the street, they come to me. There was about four of them and I could already tell, you know, they're not really good news. And before I know it, they push me off the bike. They take the bike and they drive it away. And I'm like freaking out. That's my friend's bike. He said I could use it. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe his bike got stolen. I'm feeling so bad. But at the same time, I'm also like, oh, I got to get to school. I can't be late. So I start walking. I'm just like, all right, I'll, I'll let him know about the bike later. I got to focus on getting to school. So I start walking. I'm walking. And about like 30 minutes pass after I wa I'm, I'm walking. And I'm approaching the first turn on the journey to school. Uh, this turns like a, a busy intersection. There's like a, a Walmart and a Publix in that intersection. And so I, I cross the street and I'm inside of the Walmart parking lot. And I'm, I'm using, I'm going through the parking lot just to kind of like a little bit of a shortcut. And as I'm walking through, I hear someone kind of whistle at me. And I look over and it's like this cop. And 
uh, she's directing me to come towards her, so I, I do. And I'm like, hi, officer, how, how how's it going today? And I kind of lean on the car, because um, I know I'm not really doing anything wrong. I'm, I'm walking, I'm going to school. And she's like, get off the car. Um, and I'm like, all right, so she means business. This isn't, this isn't just like a, a regular, how you doing type of stop. And, you know, I'm like a little kid, so I'm not really like expecting to be in trouble with the cops. I'm not really doing anything. So I'm like, all right, what's going on? And she can see that I'm a student, obviously, because I have my book bag on. And she's like, are you skipping school? And I'm like, no, I'm actually going to school. And she's like, all right, well, get into the back of the police car. So I do. And it was the first time I was ever in the back of a police car. The The back was really hard and it was really uncomfortable. And so uh, she drives me to school. And when I get to school, the school administrator is like, you're late. And you were skipping school and you got caught. And I was like, no, I wasn't skipping school. I was on my way to school. And she's like, I'm not not hearing it, not with it. Uh, you're lying. And I'm like, Ugh. and she's like, you're going to go to ISS for the whole day. And ISS is in school suspension. And this will be the first time that I'm in ISS. So I get to ISS. They're like, just face the front. Don't talk. You talk again, another ISS. If you continue to break the rules, you're going to get an out-of-school suspension, an OSS. And so I'm just like, dang, this is this day is really going south. And so I'm just sitting there waiting for the day to end. I mean, it's still morning. I'm going really slow. And then uh, Proctor of ISS gets a call. And they're like, Martin, go to the office. And so I do. And it's my mom. And apparently, whenever you get ISS or OSS, they notify your parents. And my mom came and got me. And I thought I was in huge trouble. I was like, all right, this is just going to be the cherry on top of this awful day. And she was just like to me, you know what? It's time you get a phone. Because if you had a phone, you wouldn't have gone through all this mess. She said, I would prefer it if you called me so you wouldn't have to go through going to a police car and being accused of things that you weren't doing. And that's how I got my first phone. Martin Eugene with a story of his first cell phone. Yeah, and actually you forget that it was a story about his first cell phone, although he says it right at the beginning, because the story takes him in so many twists and turns that and then suddenly, oh yeah, this was a story about how he got a cell phone. And the cell phone solved all his problems? Well, I don't know about that, but it certainly would have made that day a little bit less nerve wracking. Uh, we have lived without cell phones for most of civilization, but now the fact that we have them around and he could have called his mother in a second, uh, that would have helped him a lot. It was quite an intriguing story because it mentions that he was truant. Now, there's a difference between truant and tardy, right? Tardy is being late. Truant is not showing up. He's playing hooky. So he was tardy that day that he missed the bus. And he, Well, his... he was afraid that he was going to miss the bus because he's not a morning person. So he was rushing. He didn't want to be expelled. And I love that as a beginning of a story because that is what's called in uh, at least one concept of story structure. That is called the evaluation, the why should I care? If he was just running for the bus and that was it, so what? 
or if he was just, you know, going to school, so what? But he was running because he was afraid to be late. Why did that matter? It mattered because he had missed so much school that he would be expelled if he missed more school. So right away, what that does is it turns up the heat on the story. He's got to get that bus. He's got to get to school on time or else he's in big trouble. He was rushing to school. He mentions he cut through a, a parking lot at Walmart and was stopped by a police officer. Uh, and he was kind of uh, relaxed. He, he, the police officer was upset that he was he was leaning on the car. I, I would think he'd be more upset or more afraid of the police officer. Oh, and the way he kind of explains it is that he was young enough, or maybe this was an implication, that he didn't know enough to be afraid, really. And I love that line. It wasn't the regular how you're doing kind of a stop. I don't know how many people get stopped by the cops of any color or nationality or age or anything else for just a high how you're doing anymore. That was something maybe from the cop on the corner on the beat in the 40s you see in movies these days, but he could have gotten into such serious trouble. It, it was an exciting run to the school. He, he borrowed his friend's bicycle and then the he was, he was almost practically mugged. You know, this is that kind of a day when you got to figure that the stars are against you. And the fact that he got out okay and wasn't at the very least arrested or worse, it makes it such a, an unbelievable story. It's so wonderful that it could have had an ending that was so different. I'd like to think that he wasn't rewarded with his first cell phone, but rather it's, it's more of a necessity. <laughs> That's a really good point. This wasn't like he was given this phone for good behavior. Uh, and that is very funny because I'm sure some kids will get a phone as a reward. He got a phone because heaven forbid this happens to you. Again, you got to be protected and prepared. Well, thanks for bringing that story in, Karen. If our listeners would like to share their South Florida story, how can they get in touch with you? Send an email to cneil, that's C-N-E-I-L-E, at fsandfrankau dot e-d-u. Dr. Karen Neal is a professional storyteller and an author. My name is Michael Stock. The Public Storyteller returns next Sunday. 